Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, listeners. Welcome to the Rice Series by Melting Pot in collaboration with India's largest urban network of public-private partnership schools, Akanksha. With 30 years of serving over 9,800 students from low-income communities, Akanksha now runs 21 government schools in Pune and in Mumbai. With a focus on quality education and holistic development, Akanksha is not only expanding its school network, but it is also reaching out widely and influencing changes in the educational space. We at Melting Pot are privileged to share Kangsha's impact on various levels of the education ecosystem through our RISE series. And we're happy to share with you some such resilient, independent, strong and educated women from Akanksha. I'd like to thank the founder Shaheen Mistri and the leadership team of Akanksha to come on board for RISE, presenting Season 6 of Melting Pot. Hi, everyone. I'm in conversation with Yashodhara Sherkar. Yashodhara is an alumni of the Akanksha Foundation, and she has, I think, reached great heights as a cyclist. She has represented both internationally and nationally. She's represented India for championships. And in fact, I understand won a bronze medal for her first ever international cyclist championships, which was when she went to the 13th South Asian Championships in 2019. So thank you so much, Yashodhara, for being a part of Melting Pot. So Yashodhara, can you tell me how you you got connected with Akanksha? When I got into KC Thakre Vidyaniketan, it's one of the Akanksha schools in Pune. So from there itself, I got an association with Akanksha. Then I passed out from 10th standard to the same school. And even after the school, Akanksha has always been into my life. Like they keep, like there's an alumni group we have that keeps uh, check on all the alumni. So Akanksha has been a really big role in my life. Okay. What are some of your favorite memories that you can recall from your time at school? Yeah. So they were amazing. The school memories are amazing. I like I don't want to change any of it. Few of the most like really dear memories were like we had a Dragon Alley project. So one of the we were reading Harry Potter in from sixth standard itself. One of our teachers, Kanchandiri. She was our English teacher then, so she got us introduced to reading sections. So we uh, we involved Harry Potter in it. So getting Harry Potter into our real life, we created a Diagon Alley project. So where we had to make the Diagon Alley into existence. 
So we had different cordial shops, magic wand shops. So that was really a amazing memory for me. Apart from that, there was school uh, function, like there were sports days, animal functions. So there were like, lots of creativity activities going on in school, which were amazing. Like they keep on adding to the memories. Okay, and who at Akanksha? you would say is or i would say continues to be a role model for you so who in akanksha becomes yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah yeah okay so uh, one of the biggest role models is our principal shalini didi okay she, yeah the the reason why she is a role model is because she is a one like a strong pillar for our school she held us everyone together and she keeps on inspiring students too so she also comes to teach check on classes how's everything going on so she's really amazing personality and has been a big role model also inspires us like every every time i visit school even now she's there as inspiring like encouraging to do more okay so it, you think that the akanksha you know the education that you got from the akanksha a school that you attended has given you a learning which is beyond learning through books that's that's what is my understanding from what you're saying that's true that's true yeah so okay. it's a, it's the education in uh, akanksha schools i would prefer to say like that because it's completely different we don't go by the books itself we have different activities like which will improve our soft skills and confidence in real life also so it's not like a regular school where we have to just go for the grades it's also more like uh, improving your personality you can say okay so when did you get into cycling is that something which grew organically as the love of your life and the passion or sort of someone kind of directed you towards cycling how did it actually happen so cycling uh, it's actually a very unpredictable event you can say what happened was in 10 i was in 10th standard there were national competitions going to be held near my house itself not just not too far it was just 1 km from my house so i just went there to see how exactly cycling is what exactly cycling is because it, we didn't have uh, this cycling or you can say short put all these events were not in school at that time in school what was famous was volleyball throw ball all team team events team events so cycling so i would just went to see the cycling like how exactly cycling is so i got introduced to the mtb nationals in 2013 itself when i was in 10th standard and i luckily got a chance to participate in nationals in those in that nationals and which year, which year did you participate so then obviously you know you couldn't have just there must have been a process right you must yeah. have done training uh, yeah. you must have been guided so so how long from when you first went to that cycling event to you actually participating in it like how, what was the duration yeah so that uh, 2013 that was my first going introduction to cycling you can say i went there just to see the cycling what exactly how exactly cycling after that i got interested because i saw the how the nationals ha- were held and how the competitors were so keen to win and to even if they were falling down they were ready to get back up on the bike and get good going so that inspired me and after that i wanted to go for the training process like where exactly how 
can I get a training for that? So there were a few coaches in my locality itself, and I got introduced to them. I have trained with a few of them for my first two years. I was just going through basics of cycling, and because there are lots of there are three types of cycling, there are actually many types of cycling, but I have been participating in three types. So which is a track cycling, road cycling, and an MTB cycling. So I got introduced to road cycling from like two years later on. And so my start was itself in MTB itself. What is MTB? So MTB is basically mountain bike cycling. Uh, mountain bike cycling. Okay. Yeah. Road cycling is purely a completely road event. So yeah. it, it has to be on highways or, or really smooth roads. And there's a third types of cycling, which is a track cycling where a velodrome is involved. They have a proper track where you have to practice. And yeah. So then for each, yeah. So for each type of cycling, you you need a different bike, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. yeah. What do you think? I mean, so when you went on your first international championships event in 2019, yeah. what was the experience like? Okay, it, it was amazing, speechless, I would say. Uh, <laughs> it was, yeah, because there was a lot of competition to get into the international event. Event, So, like, we had to go through some competitions first, priority trials, where we have to take the timings, get into the list where we can get selected. And once I was selected, I was shocked because it was, like, amazing. That dream was for seven years I've been holding on, and I finally got the chance to play for it. And I didn't know exactly how India team goes there. So the whole traveling process from the, from the point where we are on the airport till the events, to the venues, to the practice on the venues, and then coming, winning the medal after the medal ceremonies, all this stuff was mesmerizing you can say i mean there must have been a specific time duration or a specific event that you must have participated in right which one yeah. was that so for international level we have like we only the national level uh, national medalists are qualified because it's a very big event so basically anyone who has a national medals can get themselves doing practice and get back into the event so they ha they held a trial like two to three trials before the international events where you have to participate show your results coming to the rankings first three rankings and then they select you from that so for us only two were selected for from the girls event two were selected yeah so that's how i went for that that's how you went okay and you did everyone proud by winning yeah. a bronze medal yeah. So, so tell me how, what, I mean, to be a professional cyclist, what are some of the challenges that you faced? A lot, actually, you can have challenges, like, yeah, but uh, there was like three different, I would suggest, I would uh, prefer it breaking down into three. Like, there was an educational challenge, psychological challenge, as well as financial challenge. As you already know, like, cycling is very, very expensive sports. So it, everything costs money, from the wheels to the bolts to the shoes to equipment, everything costs money. So it was really hard for a middle class family to get into such an expensive sports. So one of the financial problem challenges you can say they were there. And then later on, educational challenge. So what happens was my practice sessions were so lengthy, so hardworking. Like I did have energy to again go back there and concentrate on study. So that was a really big impact on my like it even so impact. But yeah, it was really 
like I was lagging behind in education therefore. You're listening to a fusion of stories recounted for the first time ever by some fascinating people from across the globe with me Payal on this very unique and special podcast series Melting Pot. And then uh, there was like third psychological so basically we it's not a winning every time it's also losing. So when you put lots of effort into it we expect we want in 100% guarantee that yes i am going to be the winner but sometimes it doesn't happen lots of people are supporting you we want to make them proud so you need to have that you know the, the stability you can say and the mental strength you yeah, need to have the mental strength yeah yeah that's, that's true. true because i think in with any sport if you become a professional you win some you lose some you can't always be winning so for you Absolutely. to have the ability to accept that okay this time you know it was not my day and someone did better than me but the next time i'll be up and is it something that why you were at school is it something that you may have picked up from you know your teachers or was this a part of your initial education as well to yeah yeah so i would you can say it was like what happened was akansha it was the first time some school that was going against the education system teaching in different way so we had some parents had this mentality that how are you going to get good grades if you're going to learn like this why are you reading story books you need to have that academic books in your hands so you know every time there will be oppositions there will be some people saying like why not this why are you not doing it normal way so yeah you can say it was from the school itself get adapted to going against the flow or going against. like if you're willing to do it you need to have that strength stability to push yourself was there from school itself from school and how supportive has akansha been because you're an alumni you know and you're probably you're obviously a role model for a lot of the students within the akansha network so what kind of uh, support are you continuing to get from akansha yes so after school there was lots of support actually from the career guidance itself because i was choosing something different career like cycling as my profession now but then i wanted something to do like only cycling cannot help me i even want to do complete my education graduation so which degree should i prefer go to this all career counseling sessions were done with my few teachers like there was with kanchan didi i have done one session so lot of school teachers were involved in my career sessions and then other thing was appa bhaiya who was my uh, physical education teacher he is still in case it happened so even he was there to push me forward for sports like exactly whatever wherever i needed requirement for sports so he has a lot of knowledge of sports he knows exactly how a sports mentality works so he was there to understand me at every point whenever i was like lagging behind or i had some confusion i would prefer to go to him and like clear the doubts out and get again to get the boost of energy to fight back again yeah, yeah. okay and so that was even psychological so as like i said uh, cycling was really financially as really finance was really big challenge for me in uh, later years uh, akansha has helped me in uh, getting the financial help also like when there was sponsors they were getting me attached to the sponsors where i could uh, tell like my they may help me made a portfolio for my sports even 
so that they, I can get sponsored also. So one of the sponsors I got was Wellspring Company. So they even they helped me for like almost one and a half year. So I'm very thankful for those events. Okay. So now during the pandemic, how are you managing to, you know, keep going? Are you able to continue with your training? Has it impacted you in any way? Uh, yes. Uh, COVID has impacted lots of sectors, lots of careers. Uh, but I'm complete like I'm focusing more on physical strength right now, getting getting the body into right shape because only training is not important. Even recovery sessions, getting the body into its proper like boost energy where you can when you are on cycle you can get all hundred percent out. So you need lots of recovery. Even body needs to be fit. So it, this all things, yes, COVID does have impacted, but uh, there are like home trainers also where you can train at home itself. So not so much. You can say it has impacted like 20, 30 percent. Okay. So yeah. you're continuing with your training. That's, yeah. I mean, not on the bike, but otherwise. Yeah. And I think it's, it's very important. You're absolutely right when you say that mental, physical, you know, is, is as important as being on the bike so yeah that it's all I mean I think every aspect of sports is interconnected it's not just the actual sport whether it's tennis or cycling or whatever it may be there are so many other factors that are equally or sometimes even more important so yeah so I think that's the good focus so what are your future aspirations what is your goal uh, I want to like I want to give back to cycling or some part of my career also because I think at few points India is lagging behind because of few reasons that I found myself. So I don't want to disclose over here because of my I don't know just uh, yeah. But I will be getting back to sports. Yeah, I'm not comfortable. You can say, but I'll be getting back and giving back to the sports that I've been doing for so many years. So that could be like uh, becoming a coach for a few of them, few students, so where I can tell them like exactly how it works, how they can do it. And apart from cycling, you can say as career aspects, I have big goals. And have big goals. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So working on it. Yeah. Working on it. Okay, that's good. That's that's very um, encouraging. And you're saying it with a smile and the twinkle in your eyes, <laughs> which means that you've already kind of got everything sorted and planned. And I'm sure you're going to achieve it. <laughs> so I'm sure a lot of you know the Akanksha students from your old school must uh, look up you know at you to possibly also get inspired by you so do you ever go back to school and do you get invited to talk to the younger kids yes i do get invited sometimes uh, recently i was there for uh, 15th august independence day but i where I got chance to go back to my school and talk with kids, like really small kids. Now the school has started it from like second standard itself. So they were really young kids who I can talk with and tell my careers, uh, like cycling career into simple words. Yeah. Yeah, Shodhra seems to have lost the internet 
connection from her end. So I think I will end this conversation now, but I just want to say that um, I really, really enjoyed talking to her and um, I'm sure all of you will be equally inspired. For more weekly conversations, do listen to Melting Pot on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts. Follow us on YouTube and on Instagram at Podcast Melting Pot. So until the next episode, this is Pyle signing off. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.